I'm Daria Rose, and this is The Foodist Podcast, where real people use real food to get healthy and lose weight without dieting. Hey everyone, this is Daria and welcome to The Foodist Podcast. I am super excited about today's episode because I know this is a problem that people struggle with a lot. I get emails about this all the time and that is late night eating and binging. So today we are talking to Linda and Linda has a fantastic health style most of the time. She eats great during the day, very healthy foods, works out, But in the evening, something goes wrong. And what I really want you to listen for in this episode is not necessarily that you are going to be in the exact same situation, but I want you instead to listen to how we go about solving the problem, how we identify the real cause of why she's doing this, how a certain trigger is causing her to do this every night, and then once we figure that out, how we go about troubleshooting possible solution. So I hope you enjoy it and please come over to Summer Tomato and let me know what you think. Hi, Linda. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you think I can help you today? Um, My name is Linda and I'm from Winton, California. I'm 56 years old and um, I have a problem eating at night. Um, I do real good during the day. Um, I eat a healthy breakfast, healthy snacks, healthy lunch, dinner. Um, I work out. Um, I do cardio uh, spin class about four times a week. And I work with a personal trainer doing strength training, strength, strength training twice a week. And, um, but... After dinner, I eat about 1,100 calories through dinner, but then after dinner, um, I blow it. I just, bread and butter is one of my biggest weaknesses. Um, My husband tries to hide the butter from me, um, but I find it. And I'll go through a whole stick of butter sometimes in one night. Um, But even if it's good, healthy food, I'll eat too many of them. Um, apples. I'll eat four or five apples. Uh, so you're, you're having, you're doing a lot during the day, a lot of healthy behaviors during the day. You're, you're, you're eating well, you're watching your portions during the day and, and you're doing a quite a bit of physical activity as well, which is amazing. Uh, so you're doing the, the spin classes and working out with the trainer doing strength training, which is all amazing. And you feel like you're, you're great until, after dinner rolls around and then uh, you tend to sort of have a bit of binging, I'd say, with uh, yeah. b- mostly bread and butter, but it kind of doesn't matter what it is. It can be a lot of It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, I will eat ice cream. I will eat anything. Uh, it, you know, it does. I'll make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I'll, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll eat anything, you know. Um, I just eat. And how long and is this after dinner? Um... Probably it starts about a half hour after dinner. And um, my son, I have a 15-year-old. He goes into his room and starts playing his video games. My husband goes out into the garage because he smokes his little cigars. And I'm left on my own. And um, I've tried, I watch TV. I've tried getting away from the TV. um, 
and it doesn't matter. Um, whether I'm reading or doing something, I get up and I go to the refrigerator. Um, so I've tried doing other things instead of just watching TV, but I still go back into the refrigerator. But it starts about a half hour after dinner. Okay. And um, I've tried doing positive self-talk instead of the negative. But I just shut my mind down and just start binging. So, do you, you know? so it and feels like I, a compulsion. Like no matter what you try, no matter how you try to talk yourself out of it, you still find yourself in this place where there's just this irresistible pull into the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I don't, you know, it's like my mind just shuts down. It just, I just keep getting up and down off the couch and going to the refrigerator, to the cupboard and, and eating. And then I beat myself up the next morning and say, I'm not going to do it tonight. And of course, tonight comes around again and I do it again. That must be really frustrating to have that. Uh, it is. Yeah. It's extremely frustrating. <laughs> yeah. To have that go through happening over and over. And, and you feel um, like you want to stop it so bad. I, I, you know, it's like I say, I'm not going to do it and I do. And, um, I, I don't know how to stop myself. I have no idea what to do. Um, I'm totally at a loss. All right. Well, let me ask you something. How, how, if you had to guess, what do you think is causing it? Are, are you still really hungry after dinner? No, I'm not. Like last night, I ate so much that I, when I went to bed at about quarter to 10, my stomach hurt because I ate so much. Um, I had made two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I had five popsicles. Um, Three kind bars, um, two um, protein bars, and um, a piece of uh, leftover pork, and um, something else. I can't remember. I, I try writing it down. I try logging all my food, and um, I bet that's torture. It is. It really is. I mean, it, it, and I was using three different apps to log all my food and that got ridiculous, especially the nighttime eating, you know, logging it all. And, you know, it just was ridiculous. Um, so now I'm only using one app and, um, it, it's, it's embarrassing to myself, you know, um, seeing it there on in black and white on the app, you know, that, I'm doing this to myself every night and um, yeah, and you're so aware of it. Yeah. And I, I tried journaling about it, you know, and, um, I, I've talked to my trainer. We've tried, um, sugar-free candy instead of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, getting up and going to the fridge. Um, but let me ask you, is it, after so after you finish eating dinner though are you hungry then no i'm not really no, you're not, not hungry so it hasn't so it's not a hunger driven thing no it's you not think. a hunger driven thing so then what might it be do you think are you bored <laughs> are you lonely are I, I you think it's stressed I, 
I've got such an easy life. I really do. <laughs> um, I've got a husband who loves me and takes care of me. My life consists of driving my son to and from high school and to his different sports events. Um, I bowl once a week. Um, and like I said, I go to the gym and I work with a personal trainer. I've really got an easy life. Um, I don't have much stress other than this eating problem. Um, I think it's boredom. Um, I mean, that's the only thing I can come up with. But you said you've tried doing other activities. Yeah. And that hasn't really kept you out of the kitchen. No. All right. Can you tell me more about what you eat, like what you're eating is like during the day? So you said you have a healthy breakfast and healthy snacks, but what does that all look like for you? Um, like some mornings, um, cause my cholesterol is real high. I eat egg beaters with mixed with spinach and, um, like a half a cup of cottage cheese with blueberries. That was this morning's breakfast. Um, and then for lunch, I'll have a couple slices of ham, deli sliced ham with turkey and avocado and spinach. And, um, I have a, a light and fit Greek yogurt. Um, and then for dinner, I'll, I keep, I like single food meals. I don't like, um, big mixed meals. I like single food, um, okay. things. Can My you- plate at dinner generally is, I eat a lot of fish or chicken. Um, I generally have fish three times a week. I eat a lot of salmon um, halibut and some cod. Um, and what did you mean uh, by single, single food, single ingredient foods? Okay. So like you'll have fish. Yeah. I'll have like a, um, but not a side dish or do you, your side dish yeah, is also I'll one have, ingredient. I'll, I'll have fish and then I'll have three different vegetables. Um, and my plate is like single ingredient foods. I don't make a bunch of big recipes. I see. Um, I see. So usually uh, you like you prefer simple, simple recipes, yeah. simple cooking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's it. And then, and then you work out quite a bit. And then later in mm-hmm. the day, you have you. I, I eat a lot of protein. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, yeah, I can hear. It. Yeah, you have a lot of protein. Um, I'm not hearing that you eat a lot of carbohydrates during the day, though. Um, I do get carbs. Um, a, a lot of breakfast. Some. Uh, about three times a week, I'll eat steel oat, oat steel cut oatmeal, okay, um, with blueberries. And um, no, I don't eat a lot of carbs. Um, no, I I don't eat a lot of carbs. I eat um, occasionally the uh, protein bars have a lot of carbs in them, and the, the kind bars have a lot of carbs right. in them. But those, uh, do you usually eat those during the day as a snack or as those? snack? Yeah. Okay. As a snack. Okay. And, and also you don't need a lot of fat. It sounds like either. Um, I get my fat from my avocados okay. and, uh, nuts. I eat a lot of walnuts and almonds. Got it. What do you, uh, that, that was in your, you eat almonds as a snack or in with your 
um, sometimes in uh, just as a snack or mixed in with my yogurt, yogurt or okay. cream or cottage cheese. Okay. And tell me about your workouts. Are those, so you do spin classes, are those an hour? Uh, yeah. And you do those four times a week. Uh-huh. Did you say you also walk? Um, no, I used to, but used to. my trainer said I was doing too much. So she, she made me cut out she the cut walk. Okay. And then, uh, but you're also doing a uh, strength training with your strength training. Strength training twice a week. Twice and a week. an hour each so, you're working, so those are, and I assume those are different from your spin class. So you're working out five days a week or um, six days a week. Well, yeah. Well, the two strength training, um, are on the on the same days as two of my spin classes. Oh, you so you do wow, those are you have serious workout days. Yeah, I have two two days where I put in uh, cardio and spin class. Interesting. I um, mean, you're, spin, you're I mean spin and cardio and strength training. Yeah, you're plowing through calories when you're doing that. Yeah. My what my gut reaction, I mean, 1,100 calories a day, I don't think is enough to sustain that kind of workout. And so the, the, my hypothesis is that you're not eating enough during the day. And even if you don't necessarily feel like your stomach's hungry, I, mm-hmm. I, I would guess that something in your body is like, I need fuel. I'm not getting it. And mm-hmm. so you just go for the carbs and the fat and the stuff that you're sort of keeping minimal. I mean, I, I, uh, I mean, I, you're definitely eating a very, very healthy diet if that's really what you're eating during the day. Um, but it might be a, it might be a, a quantity issue. What do you think? Maybe. (laughs) I guess I could increase my, um, quantity, during my meals during the day, I could try that. Uh, especially, I mean, especially given your, given your workout schedule with, I mean, you're basically doing on several days, you're doing what I would consider like two full workouts. Yeah. And just to give you some perspective, um, I personally probably eat 22, 2300 calories a day. Really? Yeah. That scares me to death. <laughs> <laughs> it used to scare me to death as well. Because I'm I, only four foot eleven, and okay. and I, you know, it just scares me to death to think about eating that many calories. Okay. It, yeah. I mean, I, I I I understand that reaction. I, I used to feel exactly the same way, and I it was it's funny. I actually weighed more when I tried to eat twelve hundred calories a day. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to think because, I mean, for example, you, you mentioned the egg beaters and I, that, mm-hmm. you know, given you said you have a history of high cholesterol, that makes sense. But if you're eating, if you're eating an entire stick of butter later in the night, it's not that really doing help, you any yeah. favors to skip the, the, um, the fat there in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I... I don't know. Can you, can you think of any ideas um, that would kind of give you a little bit more fuel? I mean, do you not feel hungry after you get home from your workouts? Generally, no. Um, but I do generally after I get home from my strength training, from working out with my trainer, I do have a protein shake. Um, and I mix it. 
I mix it with banana and the protein shake mix and um, uh, I'm blanking on what I throw in there. Um, I just throw a bunch of stuff in the blender. Okay. And like fruits th- or veggies? Or- yeah. Okay. Both. Fruits. And, yeah. A lot. I eat a lot of blueberries and a lot of blackberries and um, I have another question for you as well. How much variety do you feel like you get in your in your typical day in terms of different kinds of foods, different kinds of vegetables, meats, fruits? A lot. A, a lot. lot. Meats not a lot. I don't I don't eat, don't eat red meat very much anymore. Okay. Um like I said, I eat mostly chicken and fish. Um occasionally turkey. My husband likes to make turkeys. Um, my husband does most of the cooking in the house. He does all the cooking. You do have a good um, life. <laughs> That's amazing. He does the grocery <laughs> shopping too. I give him a list of things that I want. I'm, does... I'm moving in. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. And he even cooks the fish the way I like it. And, um, I eat mostly, um, I don't have a big variety of meats, but vegetables, I eat all kinds of vegetables. There isn't a vegetable I don't like. Um, I eat Brussels sprouts, I eat kale, I eat green beans, I eat um, carrots, I eat, I eat all vegetables. Okay. And I That's mix great. them and, yeah, there's usually three big helpings of vegetables on every plate at dinner time. Plus, eight vegetables during the day. Got it. My yeah, my feeling is that you eat a lot of protein. Yeah, and that's great, uh, especially for somebody doing this tr- kind of strength training and stuff you're doing. You definitely need protein for muscle repair and all that other good stuff. But um, I, I wonder if your body is craving fat and I wonder if your body is craving a little bit more starch. That's my, that's my gut because, um, that can create sort of a, like when you're, when you're missing nutrients like that, it can create a sort of insatiability, you know what I mean? And then, and then you get into the psychology of, uh, you know, I'm, I don't know how long you've been reading Summer Tomato, but have, we, have you seen anything about how I talk about the what the hell effect? No, I just started reading okay. it. Okay. So uh, there's um, and, – and tell me if this, you think this applies to you. There's a, a phenomenon when you, when you are sort of restricting yourself and then, you know, you're like, I'm tra- you're like trying to use willpower and you're trying to use willpower and then you give in and you break it. And you're like, okay, yeah. fine, I'm going to go have – the piece of bread with butter. And then once you've made that error, you know, in your mind, it's an error. Once you've mm-hmm. made that choice, you're like, well, I'm already screwed. Like the, the like today's a wash. I might yeah. as well just what the hell. That's why it's called the what the hell effect. What the hell? I'm just going to enjoy myself, go crazy now and like f- try to fix this mess tomorrow. Yeah. I do that a lot. You do that. Mm-hmm. So, that is absolutely what happens when, when you're using a lot of willpower during the day, when you're, you know, when you're uh, re- trying to restrain yourself. Because when you wake up in the morning, do, do you feel guilty every morning? 
I feel guilty every morning um, for what I did the night before, but I don't have any problems eating what I eat during the day. Okay. I mean, I don't feel it's like eating what I eat during the day. I enjoy what I eat during the day. Good. I don't feel like I'm losing anything or missing anything from my day. Um, my breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I don't feel like I'm missing anything um, eating healthy. Um, I don't feel like I'm skipping or uh, depriving myself of anything. Okay. That's good. That's good. That, that, that thickens the plot a little. Because <laughs> so if you really don't feel like you're so you're not psychologically deprived, at least during right. the day. Um, I'm still suspicious that you're, you're not getting enough fat or fat is my intuition, but uh, also potentially carbohydrates, carbohydrates. And uh, but then you you still have this sort of something breaks down at night. And, and the question is, so there's, there could be a lot going on. So at this point, so one, one, like, you know, if you step back a little bit and take a look at it, one thing that's happening is you're in a pattern, right? You're in a habit. Mm -hmm. And so there's a, something's triggering you to start. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there's something, maybe it's, you know, when your husband goes into the garage or something and you're, you're alone or you're hungry or you're anxious, like you, you want something else to do. Um, it could be any number of things. It could be a combination of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, and then let's, I'd, I'd love to try to troubleshoot like what that could be. Uh, but even given that, even if we could figure that out, you're still in this habit, right? Where you don't, you don't have any, like, this is what you do at night. Yeah. Like you don't have anything else to do. So our job for you is to figure out the habit or sorry, I'm sorry, figure out the trigger Figure out the trigger and figure out what need that's solving for you. And then come up with an alternative that doesn't involve eating an entire stick of butter. Yeah. So, you know, I, I've, I've tried to <clears throat> investigate a little bit what the triggers could be. Uh, but you're the, you're the expert. Like, you're the one sitting there on the couch watching TV. What if, if you had to, like, maybe close your eyes for a minute and put yourself in that place and feel what it feels like in that moment. The urge that comes, the urge that comes to like get you off the couch and move you into the kitchen. What does that feel like? What, where's that coming from? Do you have any, any idea? Um, I honestly don't know because it's, it's, I can honestly say that my brain shuts down. It really just turns off. Um, I, it's like I, um, 
don't care, don't want to think about it, don't want to be involved with anything. Um, what do you mean by don't want to be involved with anything? Um, it's like I get, I, I'm, when I'm working with my trainer, she calls me a beast and she, she tells me that I'm, I'm her favorite uh, client because I work really hard. And, and in the eight months that I've worked with her, um, I work harder than any of her other clients. And she's seen so much improvement in me and how strong I've gotten. And um, so I don't give up. So you're like a real go-getter. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. And when I started the spin, she also teaches at the gym and she's a spin class teacher. And when I started the spin class, I only made it 15 minutes the first class. And I thought it was the hardest class in the whole wide world. <laughs> and I was doing Zumba classes before that. And um, the next spin class, I made it a half hour, but I wasn't standing at all. And I kept coming back. And I finally made it a whole class. And I screamed as loud as I could, you know, it was like, <laughs> I did it. Yeah, me, you know, and, amazing. you know, and I, that's exactly what I thought. And she said that she just saw such determination in me to, that she couldn't believe it, you know, and, and I am very proud of myself at how far I've come, um, and I get a lot of compliments on how far I've come since I started. And, but when I get home and after dinner, I don't care. It's like, I don't care how far I've come. Um, none of that means anything. It just, the brain shuts down and I just don't give a rat's toot. <laughs> um, you don't give any, about your health or your body? Is that what you don't? Like you tried so hard during the day and you can muster up all this will to just be strong and kick butt and, and it sounds like you're really perseverant and you can handle a lot of discomfort because I know how hard yeah. it is to work out when you are like, if you can only make it 15 minutes through a spin class and you pushed yourself to make it through the whole thing, like that's amazing because most people would never go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, and it's like, I started out with five pound weights and I'm up to 20 pound weights now. And, um, it, you know, it's like, doing presses and stuff and I just keep going and I you know it's like I push myself harder and harder and um my muscles look great you know <laughs> and um I'm really proud of that but but something happens at night something happens at night where I just don't care anymore um it's like it's to the time where I turn off and um, I thought about going to the gym at night instead of going to, in the mornings um, but 
where we live is in the rural country mm. and the gym is 25 minutes away. Mm. And um, I really don't want to drive that far yeah. <laughs> at night. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and just, it's just too much. Um, so it sounds like you're almost tired. Yeah. Which makes yeah. sense. Most of us are tired at the end of the day. But for some reason, you nurture that with food. Yeah. All kinds of food, any food. All the foods. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm curious what comfort that's is, – is it comforting? Is it – I'm just it, – It's – is it satisfying a need? Um, I mean, it definitely is. Sometimes I think it is, and other times I don't think it is at all. Oh. Um, it's like, why am I doing this? Um, my husband brought home all this chocolate for Valentine's Day yesterday, and um, I ate almost half of it last night, and um, I couldn't believe it. I ate all that. And it was like, why did I do that? Um, and it didn't even taste that good. I mean, sometimes yeah. like when I make, like last night I had butter on sourdough bread. I don't like sourdough bread. <laughs> but you, you, couldn't, you couldn't stop yourself. Yeah, you know, it, but it's it was the point of having bread and butter. It, and you didn't want to stop yourself. Yeah. Um, or you didn't care, you don't, you say you don't care yeah, in the moment I just don't care. if you yeah, stop yourself or not. Yeah. And this morning, um, I was it this morning or yesterday morning, I decided to have a piece of bread and butter. And my son came in the kitchen and he's like, don't do that, mom. And I... I just, I don't know why I was having it in the morning because I'm usually really good during the day. And I'm like, Robert, it's okay. And he's like, no, it's not, Mom. And I'm like, Robert, it's okay. And, you know, I just, and he kept saying, no, it's not. And he finally walked away, you know, and I had my bread and butter on sourdough again. <laughs> but just the one, just one piece? Just one piece, yeah. And, um. Uh, it was before breakfast, and then I was good the rest of the day. All the way through the night? No. Oh, I was like, that would be amazing because we could. Yeah. <laughs> night, it was. Uh, oh, then back no, it was to chocolate. Ball. Yeah. Hmm. I ate chocolate and I ate uh, a bunch of stuff last night. I wonder if you get into – so something starts you. It might just be tiredness and boredom. Mm-hmm. That kind of sounds right. Yeah, that kind of sounds like what it is. That's but, what it's like. Yeah, and then – but maybe also because you're tired, you feel like you don't want to put in the willpower – and energy that it's necessary to even stop. And you have this momentum, right? Like you have, you're 
in a you're in a habit sort of spiral. Like once you stop, once you start, it's hard to stop. When do you stop? Do you just like everything's gone? No. When it's time to go to bed. It's just bedtime. Yeah. How long and is this like a how long does this last? It's like three hours. Three hours. Yeah. And you've tried what what else have you tried doing besides um I used to do stained glass. I've tried going back out into the garage and doing my glass again. Um, but I come back in and hit the refrigerator. Um, I've tried reading, um, not watching TV. Um, I've tried uh, doing my journal at night instead of uh, in the afternoons like I usually do. Um, I had started bowling at night. But that was only once a week. Um, do you come home and eat after those nights or do you just go right to bed? I did come home and eat, but it was only for a half hour or so because I ended up, because I get home at 10, 1030. Um, but I would eat only for about a half hour or so. So I wasn't eating as much. Um, and again, I wasn't hungry. Um, It's not that I'm hungry. It's, it's, it is out of boredom and, um, I think, um, I think I get annoyed because I'm alone or, um, it starts because I'm alone. Um, I used to smoke and I quit smoking five years ago, um, My husband and I used to go out together in the garage and smoke, and, you know, um, I don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, So there's a that, – that, that makes a lot of sense, too, that if you're feeling – I mean, that if your husband leaves and your son leaves and you're just sort of sitting there by yourself and you don't have – that interaction, you don't have that sort of comforting feeling of being with your family. And yeah, lonely, being lonely is really, that can definitely be a trigger. Yeah. For, for needing comfort. What, and your husband just sits in the, in the garage by himself now? Yeah, he tinkers. He's, um, he builds his own guns. Oh, fun. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> When's the last time you guys had a date night? Uh, about two weeks ago. <laughs> What'd you do? We went to dinner and a movie. Did you eat that night? Um, I think I did. I, I think I did because we went... Um, I think I did a little bit, um, not too much, because we got home late. Um, we do date night um, generally about once a month. Okay. Yeah. 
and you enjoy that. Yeah. Do you have any other friends in, in your area? I know you said you live in a rural area. Um, not many, not many. I, I had a couple of friends that have died on me. Um, oh no. Yeah. Uh, not real well. Um, and, um, I've made a couple of friends at the gym, not real close friends. It's, I've had a hard time making close friends up here because of being so far out and, um, that makes it difficult. Yeah, I bet. It's really difficult to... Being lonely is really difficult. Yeah. It's really difficult because, you know, it's like you're human. We're all human. We need interaction. We need that feeling of being in a in a supportive nurturing environment and it sounds like you're sort of getting the bare minimum of that yeah and it's also hard for me we moved up here 12 years ago and I'm from Southern California and I've always lived near the beach yeah and now I'm 150 miles away from the beach (laughs) And, um, and now I'm in the country and I'm a city girl. And even though we've been here 12 years, I've still not acclimated to this place. And, um, I still find it hard to call home. Yeah. Uh, I completely understand that. I, I grew up in Northern California as well. And (laughs) when I moved to Northern California, it took me, it took me 10 years to not just be so angry that it was so cold (laughs) um, (laughs) but also yeah um I yeah if I go too long without seeing the ocean I get very emotional so I I lived I lived in Redondo Beach forever I mean I grew grew up in Venice Beach and then moved to Redondo Beach and I've been within a mile of the beach my whole life and now we're in the country we thought it'd be good for Robert now we can't afford to move back down there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's, there's so much to do down there that, and I left all my friends down there and, um, and there was so much to do and the, up here, there's not a lot to do. And um, it's difficult for me. Yeah. So you're on one hand, your life is really easy and lovely. Yeah. Because you have all this freedom and you, you, you enjoy healthy food and you have the, all these opportunities and your husband cooks you dinner and you guys have a good relationship. But on the other hand, you're missing a lot of the things that you need to be fulfilled. Yes. And there's a hole that you're filling up with bread and butter. Yeah. Good point. That's, that's it, right? That that sounds like that's what it is. Well, uh, that's really great to identify because now you know your trigger. Your trigger is being left alone in a room 
by yourself after dinner with your television. Yeah. And food helps you not think about that. Yeah. Maybe I'll start playing some board games with my son. Does he like that? Yeah, he does. Oh, good. That's fun. Yeah, that, I mean, so board games, I mean, it, is he usually home? I was going to ask you what your relationship is like with him. I'm sure he has yeah, a lot of homework. He's 15. Gosh, I was doing so much homework. He, he doesn't really have as much homework as I would think he does. For some reason, this school doesn't give him as much homework as I had when I was in high school. That's nice. But he's still an A student, so I can't complain. <laughs> That's great. But, um, yeah, I've got a good relationship with him. Um, I'm, I'm pretty lucky with my kids. That's... I have a 38-year-old daughter that lives down south and a 15-year-old son. And, That's um, a big difference. Yeah, we were told it can't happen. Don't worry about it, but it did. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's fun. So, yeah, that's that's one great idea to to engage with him a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. What are some other ways you could bring a little more sort of engagement or human interaction into your evenings? Um. I could get off my butt and go to the gym at night and do some of my spin classes at night instead of during the day. I've got a lot of um, the spin classes on tape in because I can't make all of her classes um, in the mornings because of Robert's school schedule. So I do them on, on tape a lot in the mornings um, after I take him to school. So I could do them at night. Do you have a stationary bike at home? No, uh, I don't. Oh, you'd have to go to the gym and do it. Yeah, I'd have to go to the gym. Um, But it would get me out of the house um, and away from the kitchen. Yeah, Uh, but it doesn't really solve the real problem. You know, it kind of sounds like it's a distraction. It also sounds like you're not that excited about doing that, <laughs> which I don't blame you. Um, it sounds like yeah, you're sort of I mean, tired I'm not exactly interacting with people or doing that. Um, I don't know. Um, I I don't know. Um, Is it, uh, would your do you think that? You could talk to your husband a little bit about maybe spending a little bit more time with you and giving you one or two nights a week where he hangs out a little more. I could. I could ask him that. How do you think he'd? Re- how do you think he'd respond? Um, probably positively. Um, he probably would. Um. Does that sound like something that sounds good or, or I, I, yeah, I, I think it'd be good. 
And also, I'm wondering, so you said most of your friends aren't near you. Is there, like, any, is there anyone near you and they just aren't your... My nearest neighbor is half a mile away. Okay. So you're not going to, like, start a bridge club or something like that? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see. It's an yeah. interesting... Um, it's, an, it's an interesting predicament because... You don't have, you're in a situation, I mean, you're in a situation where you don't have a lot of, uh, we'd have to be really creative, I think, to come up with, like, engaging ways. I mean, a lot of people these days are making friends online. That's what my dad has done. He's been very, uh, very active in some online groups on topics he cares very much about because he's, was been very lonely since my mom passed. And he's, like, really gotten into that stuff and that works for him um but he's also not very social in general so he he likes sort of being anonymous behind the computer screen uh i did sign up for um um a it's called girlfriend uh social network and it's all females and it hooks you up with females in your area that are looking for friends. And um, I've met a couple people in my area that we're chatting with, that I've been chatting with um, online for about a week now. Um, oh, great. That, yeah, that we talk about getting together for coffee or something like that. Um, so we shall see. Um, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Because, I mean, because it's not, like during the day, does your husband leave for work or? Yeah, he leaves at 3, 3.45, 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, wow. Doesn't go home till 5, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you're really, I mean, you drive your kid to school and then you pick them up. But you're really, and you work out and stuff, but you're pretty much alone all day. Yeah. So it it almost, I would, I would imagine that for you, any time during the day where you could just sort of squeeze in more interactions. It doesn't, not necessarily even in the evening, although that would help because it would deliberately break up the habit because you would not be near your kitchen. Yeah. But, you know, reading or something might be more appealing as an option, as a alternative, if you'd already spent a couple hours during the day talking to somebody you really enjoy talking to. Okay. Because it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, there's a hole there. And I, and I think that if you can fill that with people, you'll be able to, you'll have much, much more success breaking the food habit. I think so. Yeah. And so that's your challenge is to find friends I would lean on your family as much as you can much as you feel comfortable you know talking with them about what you need and what you'd like um and maybe you guys can all three of you help each other I will do that that's great yeah I will do that I will seek help from my boys. <laughs> That's great. Um, 
Good. Good. Well, I think I think we made really a lot of progress. How do you feel about it? I feel really good. I really do. Good. And and I just want to um, offer some predictions. So not predictions, but just um, some parting advice. Uh, I th- it, this is a difficult problem. I mean, I think we identified a. a you know, what's going on and, you know, came up with some good ideas that can help you solve it. But, uh, you know, sorry, I just uh, moved to New York recently from San Francisco and it, I, like, I was very aware right away, like from day one that I was really lonely. Like my, I had a very strong network of friends back in San Francisco and, you know, I moved to a new city. I have, I have a couple of friends here, but it's not, nothing, the same obviously and I've now been here uh eight months and I've been working on this problem for eight months and I just now you know just recently in the last few weeks have I started feeling like I have my crew you know and I know and I have my husband already you know and and he's actually he's really good at talking to me at night and but um but still even like it's you were social, like you need girlfriends, you need your family, you need, you need a, a community and finding that isn't, isn't easy. And you have the, the extra challenge of being in a place where there's the people are far away from each other. So I just want to, um, encourage you not to be too upset if you don't solve it right away. You know, I expect some, setbacks but you do have a strong network it sounds like you have a fantastic family that really loves you and that you guys get along really well so I think that's a huge resource for you but Mm -hmm. um but I just wanted to encourage you to let you know that you know don't beat yourself up too much if it's not something that that is solved you know in a week or two and then the other thing is that you also on top of it have uh this habit Right. You've, you've created this habit. So uh, like you've seen already in your behavior, uh, even if you do go out and have a date night or whatever, you'll still sort of fall into the habit when you come home. And maybe, like you said, you'll eat a little less. But mm-hmm. that is another that's like an additional level because habits are just difficult to break. And like at a certain point, they almost are their, their own thing like they have their own like a mind of their own (laughs) so even if you are able to like find a lot more uh interaction during your day it's still you still might be drawn to sort of fall back into the habit but uh, one thing to keep in mind when you're when you're going through that process is that if you are satisfying the need you're you were originally solving Mm -hmm. which is you know filling up that hole it's much easier than in that case to make an effort to use uh, to find alternative behaviors. So it's going to be almost impossible. Like if you if you still weren't talking to anybody all day, if your husband and your son are still both disappearing at night and you're by yourself, it's going to be basically impossible for you to not, you know, have yeah. these sort of eating episodes. But if you have had a more fulfilling day, you ha- you stand a chance. You know what I mean? After, even if, even if for some reason, you know, you do find yourself alone, um, it will be easier. It might, it'll, it'll take probably some willpower to break the, the habit the first few times. But, you know, once you sort of are, you realize that that's, that's possible, 
but that's an option. It'll it'll get easier over time. But habits are difficult to break in general, so that's its own beast. Uh, and also it's difficult to um, – or finding friends and building real meaningful community. is it's a, it's a big task. So you have a lot ahead of you, but um, I think – I think uh, you also have a lot of resources and I happen to know that you're very strong-willed and perseverant and and you don't <laughs> mind fighting through stuff that's hard. So I think you have a, a really good chance of fixing this and making it, making it better. Thank you. Thank you. Any other final thoughts or questions? No, I think that's it. Thank you very much. It's my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Linda. Thanks for listening to The Foodist Podcast. I'm Daria Rose. And if you're interested in upgrading your own health style, learning how to get healthy and lose weight without dieting and without all of the suffering that it brings, then head over to my website, Summer Tomato, and sign up for my weekly newsletter. When you sign up, you'll get a free starter kit that'll teach you the basics of how to start changing the way you think about food, health, and weight loss. You'll also get a free chapter from my book, Foodist, called The Myth of Willpower that explains the science behind why the no pain, no gain mantra of the weight loss industry is the absolute worst approach to getting healthy. So come over to Summer Tomato and sign up. We have a fantastic community and we would love, love, love to have you. Thanks for listening and I will see you next time.